What role does comparison play in your professional and personal life? When is it a good or healthy thing, and when does it erode your progress? I think Teddy Roosevelt had it right when he said, comparison is the thief of joy. The Speakeasy Podcast, honest conversations about leadership and sanity in the creative industry. I'm Karen Steffel. And I'm Jen Estel. Managing creativity and business, we probably have an opinion on that. No prohibitions. Clearly, we have cocktails. Here's some comparison that's good. So last episode we had rum, and this episode we have rum. Tell me about that. Ooh, this one is called Crush and Swizzle. And I feel like anytime a cocktail has a verb in it or two, I am sold. (laughs) (laughs) So we've got Havana Club white rum, some pomegranate juice, and the pomegranate seeds are so beautiful on top. little simple syrup, which we all know and love, and Prosecco. And sometimes, most times I feel like pomegranates are kind of a holiday thing, but Gosh, do they make me excited for warm weather and happiness. That's true. We put a little bit of um, rosemary on top of this one for color, and that, to me, feels like a holiday thing, too. But, ooh, it was tasty, and it just felt like something you could drink on the deck. I was going to say Havana Havana white rum is always going to feel like vacation. You could drink it on the deck while it floats away. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> do love sitting on the deck. So here's the deal. My position is that Comparison is both good and evil. It can play a very positive or negative role in your life, or maybe both. Maybe both. I mean, comparison can make you competitive and work harder, and that's fantastic. It can outline for you the place where you might have some deficits, and that's fantastic, right? I think that sometimes comparison is a, is a point of reference for what's possible or what you're inspired by or what, how you would maybe see yourself in, some, you know, in a future goal. Sure. Well, and there's a continuum, right? Like aspiration, competition, envy. There's a place where looking at what someone else has done and comparing it to where you are or could be can help you to articulate what your goals are or what you should be doing next if you're looking at somebody who's maybe a little farther ahead in your career. So it really does play a good role in showing you what your potential might be. Yeah, absolutely. And I think personal. so professionally, I think comparison for me is that exactly what you just said. It's that aspirational piece. I do have professionals in my industry that I admire that I feel like are my next five years. And I'm kind of always looking at them as my crystal ball a little bit, you know, just as a reference, a, a bit of a reference point, not necessarily who I am, but it's it's a great it's a, it's great to be able to see how they are keeping pace with industry changes and things like that. But Personally, I'm also inspired by people who are working moms, who are taking care of their lives and, and maybe are as committed to their physical wellness as I, I wish to be, um, who are practical about it, who, who aren't unattainable to me. That makes a lot of sense. And in some ways, I feel the same way. I, I almost look at comparison as a scientific experiment. Uh, I remember when I was when my kids were small and I did not know what I was doing, I would look at another mother who seemed to have it together and figure out how is she speaking to her toddler that that is being effective. So if you really look at what somebody's doing successfully and you break it down and look at those components so you can learn how to do something successfully, that's a very healthy comparison, right? Um, comparison doesn't have to be negative, even though you're doing something wrong or you don't know how to do something doesn't mean you're you're doing it poorly or you're you're doing a bad job it just means maybe you need you can learn from someone who is doing it well yeah absolutely do you feel like comparing your creative work with other executions is healthy is oh, that a good thing absolutely i think and you know it's been award season it's always fun to look at what other people are doing um i think 
there, you know, of course, there's there's no new idea. People have always said that, but there is new inspiration. So you can look at comparison as inspiration. And I suppose Pinterest is inspiration until it becomes comparison. But particularly for those of us who are entrepreneurs who never really went to business school, who sort of fell into it, you have to do a lot of comparing and auditing. What is that person doing to be successful that I could learn to do as well? Because we didn't necessarily get the playbook for how to run a successful business. We're figuring it out as we go. Yeah. And in, in speaking of playbook, I feel like one of the comparisons, you and I both follow uh, an agency business consultant who we both really, really respect, who you know has things like dashboards and benchmarks. And I think those types of comparisons are helpful because, you know, in our industry, we don't. It, it's not a comfortable thing to reach out and say, like, "Hey, how much do you how much do you make? And is your billable hour meeting your needs?" And you know, so it's being able to use comparison as benchmark. He has all that data and really shares it, and it's really valuable. Right. So comparison is really good when it helps you to educate, when it helps you to inspire. Uh, it's just when you start to get jealous that it becomes a problem. I would consider myself a realist, and I think that the other way that comparison is helpful is that every now and then when times are tough or like, oh, I'm so overloaded or oh, how do I make it all happen or oh my gosh, I'm so tired, comparison is really helpful to make me feel grateful because I have it pretty good. And there are always people who are doing better than me, but there are also people who aren't as privileged as me, and I have to own that as well. And so sometimes when I can acknowledge that level of comparison, it reminds me of the gratitude that I really, really need to bring. That's a really good point. I think there's a there's a point, too, of self-comparison and self-reflection. So we know what our business looks like. We know what months are generous when it comes to billing, and we know what months are dry when it comes to billing. And when you're in the middle of it, you're in the middle of a very dry billing month, it can feel very desolate and scary, and you can be quick to make rash decisions. However, if you can compare with yourself and say, I remember I was in the same place last year, and this is how we got out of it, and this is what the curve will look like, you can calm yourself down and you can kind of walk yourself back from a cliff if you understand self-comparison and sort of that historical comparison that goes along with experience. Yeah. I mean, our finances are absolutely cyclical. And, and when you're in the middle of a, of the low, we've even made the roller coaster reference before, when you're in the middle of the low, it's because you've come down off of a high and you're about to zoom back up again. So comparison is a good thing. Sometimes, except for when it's not. Until it's not. Until until comparison becomes jealousy or envy. And then, then it's not so great. I mean, social media is kind of the one of the roots of the evils of how comparison can can play a negative role in our lives. You know, if you're if you're comparing yourself to an illusion, right? A lot of things on social media aren't the real deal. And so if you're comparing yourself to the illusion of the Pinterest parent or the fitness amazing whatever or the amazing business that has all their stuff together and they never have bad times, that's not great either. No, because most businesses definitely don't publish when they're struggling or they've lost a client or their building is low. So we only see the great parts. We only see the marketable parts. We only see the Instagram-worthy table settings. We don't see when the crumbs are on the table. So comparison can be difficult when you're looking at someone else's staged presentation as opposed to the hot mess that you own. Yeah. Well, and I feel like comparison can also make you question your vision. So you have your business goals, you have your life, you know, your personal life goals or your parenting goals, whatever those are. You 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 kind of have a vision for what your your future is going to be. And if you compare yourself in a negative way to something else that you see, it almost puts your vision in your rear view, which is the wrong place for your vision to be. 
comparison can be so distracting. Mm-hmm. When you're and when you're spending mental energy thinking about what someone else has or what someone else has accomplished or what another business, what client a new another business has gained, you are not spending that mental en- energy on your own vision, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, so it's 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 almost a thief. It's absolute. Teddy Roosevelt said it best, right? He did. One of the things my mother told me that kind of sticks in my brain is that if you're following footprints, it's not your path. That's pretty true. That's an easy one to remember. If you're doing what someone else has done, are you really doing what your heart would lead you to do? Yeah. And maybe sometimes the answer is yes, but if it truly is your path, there aren't footprints ahead of you. There's footprints behind you because those are yours. Oh, but it's so much harder when there's no no path to follow, right? Yeah, but your vision is your North Star. Comparison can also be bad when you assume that your audiences, your clients, your family, whomever, are comparing you. You know, we, I think we're our own worst critics and we're the worst about saying, oh, that mom has it together or the business over there is doing it so much better than I am. Really, how do your employees feel? How do your kids feel? They probably think you're pretty amazing. I'm a, I'm sure my employees think I'm very amazing. So we're just going to go with that theory. I think you're amazing. And I think you're amazing. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> well, Russia just put a moratorium on the word amazing in our office, so I should stop. Comparison is, you know, it's it's in your head and it's a mental game. And so it takes a little bit of discipline. Another conversation that we've had before, it takes a little discipline to not do self-comparison and understand that the people who you serve and the people who you nurture are seeing you through an entirely different lens. So then how do we strike the balance? How do you use comparison so that it's it becomes healthy for you without eroding your self-confidence or your vision or your joy. Thanks, Teddy. I mean, you're a swimming family. Right. And that's, you know, we talked about it a little bit before. Self-reflection and self-measurement is such a healthy tool, right? So my boys are swimmers. You say I'm a swimming family. I'm not the swimmer anymore. Um I'm not the swimmer, but my my children swim quite a bit. And what I love about that sport is you can work on your personal best. Of course, you're giving to the team, but you are working toward improving your time or refining your stroke. And that's so it's so good for the mental health and growth of our children that you can't help but apply that to what we all do on a daily basis. And going back to that, how was I doing last year? How can I improve it for this time? How can I make that kind of awkward conversation with a client go a little bit better than it did last month. That kind of comparison is really quite healthy. On the theme of self-reflection, I feel that if I'm going to strike a balance, how comparison can work for me healthfully, that if I'm going to use, spend some time comparing myself to others, I also then need to spend the same amount of time or more in self-reflection, thinking about my own progress, maybe even acknowledging myself for my own progress, and then identifying the next few steps to get to my goals so that it's not that distraction that we were talking about. That's true. And I like that thought a lot and building on it, you know, what makes us compare? Why do we do it? So I look at you and think, her business is going so well. Her marketing's gone really effortlessly. They look like they've really got it together. Why am I feeling jealousy or the need to compare? So if you can ask yourself that why, maybe you can uncover where you are having a moment of insecurity or a moment of confusion about what your goals are. So maybe when you find yourself comparing, you can use it as a self-reflection time to understand why are you doing that comparison and what is it that you need to resolve. And so you can maybe reroute your brain into spending that mental energy on yourself and the place where you need to improve or consider. 
Yeah. So I, I think what I hear you saying is that spending the time on comparison, if it, if it moves you closer to self-improvement, could be an okay thing. Yeah, absolutely. In short, though, I think comparison can be a really healthy way to achieve your goals. Comparison can, if used as a tool instead of as a bad habit, can be a way to really refine what you're doing, um, help choose where to spend your mental energy and where to focus. So use the good parts of comparison. And even when you find yourself trapped in those unhealthy parts of comparison, find a way to turn them around. Absolutely turn it around. Don't get caught in the illusion, being allured by the illusion of something that you're comparing yourself to. Come back to get yourself grounded. The only time you should compare is when it's a rum drink to a rum drink so you can decide which one you like more. Mm, Yes, last episode or this episode. Personally, I'm not a fan of El Presidente as much as maybe I thought I was, although I do appreciate the orange topper. Really what I like is Crush and Swizzle because that feels like... That feels like performance, crush and swizzle. It is a fabulous name, and I just like the idea of crushing it because that's what we do because we're boss ladies. We crush it on a day on a daily basis. High five. (laughs) Jen, I know that we're not alone in our conversation about comparison. I know we want to hear from people. Where should they do that? Well, they can reach out on all the social channels at Easy Underground, and they can check out our website at thespeakeasypodcast.com. Or we'd really like you to subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already at The Speakeasy Podcast is what you can search on Apple or iTunes. And extra bonus, we do have an e-blast. We don't send it out very often, but if you subscribe to that, we give you extra recipes that are maybe some of our favorites. And they're made just for you. Just for you. So we'll see you on social or we'll hear from you next time. Thanks. Cheers. Oh, gosh. So the next episode is so interesting. Karen suggested it, talking about our worth. And I'm sure my eyes got really big and I backed into a corner. Next time, if we're talking about our worth, if I say, what are you worth? That's a very uncomfortable, confronting question. And it has lots of layers, right? It does. And we're not actually talking about money here. We're really talking about what is your time worth? What value do you bring to the table? Why would somebody hire you? Why would somebody trust you? Those are the kinds of things we want to talk about. Can't wait to talk about it next time. Thanks, everybody. Cheers. Cheers.